Hello and welcome to In Bed with Neil Moody. I'm Neil Moody, editorial hairstylist, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Facebooker, interviewer, etc, etc. And throughout my 25-year career in the fashion and beauty industry so far, I've been lucky enough to have met and worked with some amazing and talented people. When I started my website, neilmoody.com, about six, seven years ago, I would post written Q&As and the occasional YouTube video interview with models, stylists, editors, and friends who I work with. Following on from that here in 2019, with my In Bed with Neil Moody podcast series, I will be interviewing more friends and work colleagues who are entrepreneurial and also think outside the box. I hope to give you an insight into their world, what they're up to and where they're going next. So welcome to episode one of In Bed with Neil Moody. My first guest is the amazing Linda Rodin. New York born Linda is a former model, fashion stylist and beauty brand creator who recently launched her new range of dog accessories called Linda and Winks on her website, lindaandwinks.com. I went to visit Linda in her New York apartment where we sat on her bed and chatted. Linda Rodan, hello. Hello, <laughs> Neil Moody, right in my own home. I know, I'm How here in New York. How lovely. I, mean, I can't remember the last time I was here, actually, a few years ago. I don't remember ago. either, a few years ago, but we met yeah. at Fred's at yeah. Barney's. Mm. Places. I love your apartment. Thank you. It's I so do too. Gorgeous. Yeah, I've so been here lovely. for 40 years. Is it 40 years? Oh my God. Linda. In the building. I've, this is my third apartment, but I've been in this one for 20. Wow. I always remember having a manicure around the corner and you went, and I saw you in there. That's <laughs> right. You said to me, I live upstairs. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that place is gone. Now it's a Starbucks. Yeah. Well, what is in a Starbucks? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That, or some kind of former Dwayne coffee Reed. shop, yeah. right? Or Dwayne Reed. Okay, let's get going, Linda. Where exactly did you grow up? I grew up about 35 miles from here, Mm. from where we're sitting, in a town called Roslyn, which is a suburb um, on Long Island. Right. And I lived there till I was 18. My parents stayed until they passed away, so it was a place I went back to, actually, till I was 37, and my parents passed away. Right, right. You know, train right away. We used to go on the train with our dirty laundry and do our laundry there, you know. Yeah. wonderful place to grow up. So what was your childhood like? Um, I guess it was a suburban bubble. Um, We went to a wonderful school. We never locked our doors. We didn't have buses to get to school and we walked everywhere and played stickball outside at night in the summer. You know, collected lightning bugs in in jars that would light up. Mm. You know, it was just kind of idyllic, but it was a bubble. Yeah. In a total little suburban bubble. Suburban bubble. A bit like where I grew up, really, as well. It's well, kind of yeah, and my father, who had gotten back from, you know, World War II, these communities called Levittown, so his house was $11,000 with a GI Bill. It was just strip houses. And, yeah. But it was, now the houses are $2 million. Wow. Which is really funny. Wow. I mean, they're tiny Do you go back houses. there now? Well, I don't, because my parents passed away, and there's not any reason to go back, except for the beauty of it. Mm. So sometimes I'll just take rent a car and drive through. It's just beautiful. Yeah. So what was your heritage? Where were your parents from? My parents were, um, they were born in America, but their parents were from Germany and Russia. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you've got a bit yeah. of German and yeah. Russian in you. Yeah. 
I Amazing. That. But do you consider yourself a true New Yorker? Oh, totally. Yeah. I've been in New York since I was 17, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always think of you as a New Yorker. Yeah, I am you know. definitely a New Yorker. Yeah. I know in a lot of other interviews you mention about your mother and how mm. much of an influence she was on you. Yeah. What was she like? She's right there looking down on us. Oh, That's that her? her. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I wish she people was a, could see that picture. She's a beauty. Wow. She's a real beauty. She was a real beauty. You um, look like her, don't you? So I don't kind know. Of, I can I see a bit of you in her. I think I look more like my dad. But right. anyway, she was a, a total beauty, total nut. Mm. Very artistic, creative, and uh, did what she wanted to do. Would you say that you're similar, different, or a bit of both? Well, I always say I'm like my mom from 9 to 5, because she was very outgoing, very social. And then I'm like my dad at f after 5, who was a recluse and never talked to anybody. Oh, really? So I'm good from 9 to 5, but yeah. don't, <laughs> don't bother me after 5 p.m. Yeah. I'm just really not interested. <laughs> The meter goes off at five. Yeah, because I always think of you somebody with so much energy and like life. Yeah. You know, and for somebody of your amazing age, and still <laughs> a looking so fabulous, b being fabulous. Oh, you're too you know, kind. Um, um, I just think you have such amazing energy. Yeah, I do, and my mother had that too. Yeah. You know, my brother used to call me a whirling dervish, and yeah. you know, a live wire with no insulation. I'm very energetic, mm. but only till a certain point, and then I just yeah. shut down. And then you shut yeah. down. Yeah. yeah do you think New York gives you that energy? As a city, um, or I think it, I think it requires energy to live here because you're constantly running, you're assaulted at every turn, noise, yeah. traffic, people. I think if you're slow moving, it can't be easy. I always felt like that when I moved here. I remember, and I mean, believe it or not, I was quite shy when I first came here. And no, oh my, oh my God! Well, I remember thinking. It's like a herd of elephants here. Yeah. On with and they don't stop coming at you. Yeah. And if you don't become an elephant with those people, mm -hmm. you're gonna get trampled on. Yeah. That's yeah. how I always yeah. saw it here. Yeah, stampede always. Yeah, complete yeah. stampede. Yeah. It, and I loved it for that. Yeah. But it took me a while to get into it, but I remember thinking, if I don't join in <laughs> I might as well go you're home. <laughs> Flat one dimension. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I remember when I got back to London, everyone was, um, five years later when I moved back, everyone said to me, I was like the all-starring Neil show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, listen, you kind of have to be like that in New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so you have to, to be sort of, a little bit aggressive. Not even stand out, just yeah. to make sure that you're on a level with everybody. Yeah. Right? It's a very yeah. fast-paced place yeah. yeah but I do think it gives you an energy I definitely for me it changed me as a person Isn't that fascinating yeah. you know I, I I actually have a hard time slowing down do so you? even if I go on the only way I can slow down is really to go on a beach and yeah. just walk around and collect shells as you can see yeah trillions you've of got them. so that's many my gorgeous yoga. shells that's my uh, yeah that's the only way I turn off is there a specific beach you go to for those or? no it doesn't matter where I am you know I haven't I've traveled all over and you know on jobs and styling and all that so I was lucky and I did go on one vacation on my own just to go shelling which was kind of a nightmare but um, a friend of mine had gone to Panama but oh, I'm just gonna go to Panama and get some of those shells well it wasn't that simple and whatever but no anywhere I could and it doesn't have to be a shell it could be a rock it could be shells I prefer but there's always some nature on the ground yeah I even found nice feathers here beautiful bird feathers if you want yeah because the there are beaches near here aren't there oh where i grew up there's a beautiful beach yeah. so um yeah we we lived at the beach my entire life every mm. single weekend we were at the beach were you a beach kind of girl or? oh i love 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 the beach mm. that's why i look 90. <laughs> you don't i look sat 90. we sat in the sun 
all the time. Really? I played in the ocean and yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Pisces, so mm. totally aquatic. Yeah. Anything, and I, Water you know, related. I used, oh yeah. yeah, anything water related. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But what, um, I suppose back then there wasn't all the like SPFs and things like that, was That was there? the problem, no. Yeah. Our SPF was Coca-Cola with baby oil, what? with iodine. <laughs> oh, we would put anything on, to re- and then we'd lie in a bed of aluminum foil. Oh, wow. So we were like, we were like chickens on a spit. We also, <laughs> we also played in the water, you know, it wasn't yeah. just, we weren't just lying there, we were in the waves, you know, the Atlantic So Ocean. you're a bit like... <laughs> Not that you look like her at all, but a bit like that lady in something about Mary with the foil up, up oh, to absolutely. her face. Oh, absolutely, sun reflectors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had sun reflector beds, not just for no our face. Way. We had the whole, like, Oh my God, you know, genius. We had the whole thing. That's so funny. Because yeah. I remember seeing that in that film thinking, that's probably not real, but actually... Oh, they folded up. Oh, yeah, you just... Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, you look great considering you've had that much sun without well, all the protection that you can get now. Like a oh, my mum has those. I've got yeah. some actually. Well, yeah, I've I, got a know. few. Look here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, open we're all right. They, they show. I, I think they're a sign of wisdom. Oh, really? Oh, then <laughs> I must I, be Einstein. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned before that you were a fashion stylist. That's actually mm-hmm. how I met you, wasn't it? Yeah, on a shoot. On a shoot yeah. for Victoria's Secret. Yes. Um, which we like to call VS. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I remember actually you always saying to me that you hated to travel. Yeah. But uh, was that something that happened over time that you hated traveling or did you? Um, well, you know, I associated travel with 17 rolling suitcases and getting to the airport at four in the morning. Yeah. Because it was work mostly. Um, mm. So that just became a turn off. But then you'd get there and you were always in a nice hotel and yeah. you know it was just the anticipation and getting there and what was required when you were styling and but actually now I really I rarely travel yeah, because you don't. of my dog yeah and I I'm it's I've become much more um, homebound homebound yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess over time I mean I'm I feel a little bit like that like I don't obviously I still travel for work but I don't always feel like I need to travel yeah. anymore yeah me either yeah I don't um, I mean I would like to go to a beach and relaxed but I haven't done that I've been working so hard every mm. day that I haven't had a chance to but yeah, yeah I'd like a, a shilling beach vacation you ended up doing some modeling now haven't you but were you yeah. a model before when you were young when I was in Italy I moved to Italy when I was 18 and I stayed there on and off for three years oh wow so whereabouts was that? I lived I first I went to Florence first I went to Milano to visit a boyfriend mm. then I moved, moved to Florence to learn Italian which mm-hmm. I did and then I came back, and then I moved back to Rome because I had a boyfriend in Rome. So, yeah, that was... What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> were you, you're, you're, you've ended up doing modeling now. Oh, I don't, yes, so I, mod- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you I was 70. <laughs> so, um, yes, I modeled there, yeah. which is funny. It was like this late 60s miniskirts and maxi coats. Yeah, because I've yeah. seen my amazing pictures of you in the 70s with like yeah. hot pants oh, and yeah, yeah, roller yeah. skates yeah, on yeah, and everything. Was, yeah, that was a very fun time. You hear the noise? This is, oh, yeah. this is just New York ambient noise. Yeah, it goes that's on like normal, day. right? I always said New York's always got a bit of a, a buzz a in the background. A uh, yeah. traffic. Yeah, yeah. it never disappears. Never. Even if it's in the middle of the night. Uh, you know, I can wake up in the middle of the night and look out the window and it's all, ta- <laughs> all taxis. It's four in the morning and there's as many taxis as there are four in the afternoon. And they're beeping their horns oh, as much. Oh, they're all out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But do you, did the modelling lead you into becoming a stylist, or was... No, no, that was a totally disconnected part of my life. Um, when I got back from Italy, I, I worked in bookstores, I worked in... I had a million crazy jobs, I had mm. nothing to do with fashion or modelling. And the way I got into... I had a boyfriend who 
suggested I try photography, which was crazy because I didn't know anything about cameras. And then my sister suggested I was taking pictures that were not really great, but I got nice clothes for the girls I was taking pictures of. Mm -hmm. And um, so I said, well, how could that be a job, getting clothes for a picture? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, long story short, it was a job, styling, and I just kind of fell into it and did it for almost 40 years. Yeah. So who did you work with in the beginning? Um, who was I styling for in the very beginning? Anybody and everybody. I don't. I, I remember I did something for with Kevin O'Quan and Comme des Garcons. I did stuff for a cosmetic company. I, did, I don't. You know, it just seems so long ago. Even though I really stopped styling about five years ago. Yeah, I was going to say you don't do it anymore, do you? No. no. Only if someone wants to take my picture, I will either style myself. Style yourself. I, yeah, I always find it's better if I. Yeah. Because I'm tiny and things don't fit. Well, you, was, you know how you want to look, yeah, don't exactly. you? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you do. Unless I you're mean, being paid a crap load yeah. of money. <laughs> then you, you You'll wear, wear whatever. I'll but, wear whatever, but yeah. I'm never being paid a pot load of money, so I'd rather look good in clothes that fit me. Yeah. That are mine. But, but you always look great anyway. Well, I don't know. Thank you. I, I yeah. just, um, I, you know, I do like clothes, I have to admit. It's, um, but it's, I was never set out to be a model. And then when I, I, I got into the beauty industry for a bit, I modeled for J. Crew and the, well, no, that was pre. I don't know. Somebody just found me and took my picture. I did J. Crew, The Row. I've been in French Vogue, crazy yeah. enough. What, you know, I did some really funny, fun things. Well, there's such a celebration now, isn't there, of like older, older women. women. Yes. Obviously, diversity with sort of black women, Asian right, women, all right. that kind yes. of thing. But yeah. I love the fact that older women are being right, celebrated right. because not everybody is 16 yeah. and looks like, yeah. you know. But I do think that was a bigger moment maybe two years ago, mm. Joan Diddy and Joni Mitchell. I think it was a trend. Um, I don't think it's such a trend, but it's definitely out there mm. the way it never was before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, I think it, the wave is kind of shallowed a bit. It yeah. doesn't seem as, we only want old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were hot for a while. Yeah. But I still think, I mean, I did a shoot in London recently for Clark's, actually, the shoe oh, company. I love and yeah, and they <laughs> actually, they love to celebrate women and men of all different, you well, know, ages and things. And we had a few models that were, you know, older women, which was great. But English, you, your older women are more eccentric and charming, I think, than I think. Yes. There's Why is just, that? What makes you I say that? I don't know. I think that I, well, you know, I'm a total sucker for anything British, British accents. And I just find older British women more, more eccentric and more kind of, I don't know, just charming and funny and, mm. you know, they're gardeners or this or that, you know, mm. they're just so interesting to me. That's interesting. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Because I always think there's more eccentric older women here. In really? New York. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But then maybe in maybe because I'm British, I don't yeah, notice it yeah, there as much. Yeah, because I don't notice old older women here that much. Although there is a woman across the street whom I adore, who's eighty-seven. Yeah. And she's just the most eccentric, beautiful, crazy, mm. adorable woman. Um, I have a friend who's ninety-four, um, who's quite eccentric. But you know, I guess for me, I'm a sucker for a British accent. Oh, that yeah. kind of <laughs> that kind of makes everything fabulous. <laughs> I just keep talking. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's music to my ears. Yeah, I always thought, this sounds absolutely insane, but I always thought if I had a British accent, I'd be brilliant, I'd look better, I'd sound better, I'd be better, I'd have a bigger life, I'd have everything if I only had a British mm. accent. Well, trust me, that's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about a British accent that 
that just melts me to mm. the, into a puddle. It's funny because actually when I'm here, I do get a lot of people say, you know, talk about my accent. And obviously, I, and they love it. I they know love that. it. And yeah. obviously being British, again, you don't think about it. Yeah. But it's not till you go somewhere else, say like here, especially in America, that you realise it's seen as quite a thing. Right, and, right. Like and you say, quite charming. And, oh, you know. it's just, and it's funnier. You say things that's, that your expressions are funnier. And it's just, there's something about it that absolutely makes me melt. And does it, I don't know, a posh from a this, from a that. It doesn't matter, you know. Do you go, have you been to London a lot? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. No. Are you a royal family fan? Just out of interest. Not the new new royals. I do right. like to watch that old video of the Queen in 1954. Mm. I watched The Crown. I don't. I'm not taken by Harry and. No. Uh, no, not really. Um, so, Linda, the reason why I'm doing these podcasts, yes. and as I mentioned earlier, you're my virgin. Oh um, my gosh! Not my virgin. You're my you're my virgin interview. Okay. For I'm my not podcast. setting a low bar for this no, project. No, not at all. <laughs> and the whole premise for me of these is I want to interview people who I know through my industry and through uh-huh. work right. and friends probably possibly as well who um, I see as quite entrepreneurial and so hence why I'm here with you because I've always thought you were that kind of person. Yeah. And I know you began doing your oils and I always remember you telling me you were making them in your bathroom yes, at home. Yes, right, right, right here behind us. Yeah. Was that a hobby that expanded without planning it or what was the reason behind you making yours in the first place? Well, I think in this, a lot of people I think have said this who are entrepreneurs, that they wanted something that was not on the market, figured they could make it themselves and that was really me. I had not find, I couldn't find something I really loved. You know, and I was surrounded by beauty and makeup and all that. Yeah. And I said, wait a minute, let me just try something myself. Mm-hmm. So I did in my bathroom. And I had always collected little oils and potions from any travels, Moroccan oil. All these crazy, not Moroccan oil that came later, but, you know, anything I could find that was a little potion and mm-hmm. an antique bottle. Or, you know. So one day I just said, okay, I can't, I'm going to mix them all together, you know. And See what happens. Cup. See what happens. So I, w- I had no intentions of being an entrepreneur. I just... You know, if you know how to make the best salad dressing, let's say, mm. you make it and you give it to your friends or whatever. So it was yeah. just one of those things that so I did, started Would sharing. you say you made it for yourself originally? Totally, totally. Yeah. Nobody else in mind. And it just kind of, I uh, brought it to work and a lot of models yeah. and that was a good conduit. But I was never going to start a business. Um, you know, the accidental beauty entrepreneur yeah. just kind of happened and now it's been there, done that and I'm... Moving on. As I say, it's my segue from beauty to the beast. Yes, I read that. I yeah. saw that on your website. Because now I'm working with dogs. But yeah. it was, yeah, it was, you know, I never thought of myself as being entrepreneurial no. at all. I know no. nothing about business. But boy, do you learn fast. Yeah. I mean, I don't either, to be honest crash with you. Course. But I think you yeah. do, like, like you, you say, you do you a crash course. You learn as you go. Yeah. You know, you just have to. And I think you have to learn by some mistakes as well, don't you? Oh, so, boy. I always remember reading about um, Richard Branson, apparently did four businesses that all went bankrupt before he eventually did Virgin. Really? Which made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something yeah. to live for. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's kind of, in a way, it's great because obviously he's become so successful. Yeah. But, you know, there's also made a lot of mistakes along the way or things have just gone wrong or yeah, whatever which yeah, happens yeah. in life doesn't yeah. it oh yeah and um i mean and i'm a little bit like you where i don't i didn't set i don't set out or didn't set out ever to be an entrepreneur yeah but i just like having projects yeah to yeah do. oh well you know i think that for me is if i realized when i left um my last industry i just thought okay well i have to be creative mm-hmm. what am i going to do 
I didn't know. I didn't want to do beauty. I, I don't want to style. I'd stop mm. styling. Like, mm. What do people do if they're not creative in something? And then I'm sitting here with my dog, and I thought, oh, hold on. I hate it. His accessories and all that stuff. Maybe mm. I'll make something for Winky. Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah. You just hated the things well, that you were Well, I don't, never found anything I liked. And, and I thought, well, if you have a nice home, and why not have a... Your dog should have nice stuff. Yeah. You know, so I thought, well, if I wouldn't wear it, Winky won't wear it. So I decided to make him a leash and a collar, mm. which opened up a huge can of worms and mm. manufacturing. And see, the thing is, I could make the oil in my bed, <laughs> but I don't know how to sew, and I don't have a machine to sew anything. Yeah. So I, that was a, that was a process, an incredible. So would you say what, you've, what you're doing now, which obviously I want to talk about in a yeah. minute, is another project for you that you just wanted to try and... Yes, and now yeah. it's become a business. It's been in my head and all over my life for the last 10 months. So I've been working on it for 10 months. But I, I just said, you know, maybe people will like this. I mm. mean, because I got this kind of street cred as being fashionable and all that. So I thought, well, what do I have? I have fashion. I love dogs. Maybe I'll make fashion for dogs, but I don't yeah. like dogs looking fashionable. I'd never make a bandana or a bow tie mm. or a mm. skirt or, you know, I like dogs to look like dogs. But I thought, why not put together colors I like, fabrics I like, and see if I can do it. Yeah. Well, you've got a big following on Instagram, haven't you? Yes. Which, by the way, for anybody that doesn't know, your Instagram is at Linda and Winks. Yes, one word. And I always love the fact that you always made, you never made it just Linda or Linda Rodan. Do you say Rodan? Yes. Yes, Linda Rodan. I always, I always, I always say Rodan, but I was right. meant to ask you whether I'm saying yeah. it right yeah. all these years later. <laughs> no, perfect. But yeah, but I love the fact you always made it Linda and Winks. And Winks, by the way, is your dog for anybody again who right. doesn't know my muse um, the love of my life yeah and winks is a poodle he's a tall miniature poodle yeah and he's gonna be nine which i find mind-numbing because mm. i feel like i got him a week ago yeah he's just he just we're, we're inseparable I yeah mean, we're, you know and i work from home now he's you're sitting in his seat by the way oh, so watch out when he gets home because <laughs> he's probably gonna bite my leg <laughs> No, he doesn't bite. <coughs> He'll just jump on your computer. Yeah. So when you did the Instagram with him, I guess you had no idea you were going to do what you're doing now. Oh, God, no. So. I started the Instagram, I guess, I, I'm trying to think maybe, I don't know, eight years ago, mm. seven years ago. Yeah, when Instagram was starting. And it was, was always Linda Wings because I never wanted to, even when I was in the beauty industry, I never connected the two. It was my Instagram, yeah. Linda Wings, and that was it. And I mm. didn't commercialize it or I wasn't selling products or anything on it. Um, I never overlapped the two. And then when this, I decided to do this, I thought, oh, well, he's already the star of it. So the products are on, you know, I sell them in a, I guess, uh, soft sell way, you know, yeah. by having pictures of him and other dogs, like this whole gallery of dogs mm -hmm. wearing the stuff. And so it kind of came together, but it wasn't anything that I had planned. Yeah. I never knew it would be mm. Linda and Winks. He's as well known as you are, isn't he now? Much more well known. <laughs> are you kidding? We walk down the street and people say, that's Winky, right? Yeah. They, then, they, then they look up. They say, oh, you must be Linda. Yeah. But it's him. He's just got this crazy phone. Everybody knows Winky. Amazing. Yeah, and he's so sweet. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, he's adorable. And yeah. I have to say, when I saw that you'd done your website, well, you emailed me, didn't you, to tell yeah. me? Yeah. And I, when I looked and I was like, oh, God, I really wish I had a dog right now. Oh, <laughs> well, you had your buster. Yeah, I know. Did you know it's two years now since he died? But it, I actually looked and was thinking... Is it time to get another one? Because oh, I can get, because <laughs> I can get one of your. Yes, uh, you can get a few. Yeah, 
I read on your website actually because you talk about all the other dogs in your life. So obviously they've featured heavily, haven't they? Yeah. Dogs all well, the time. Well, we grew up with so many animals. It was just a menagerie in my house. Yeah. Everybody loved dogs, cats, birds, hamsters, baby alligators. We had everything. Yeah. So we always had a dog. But when I became an adult, I didn't really want a dog, and I didn't get a dog until um, I got him as a. I got my first dog as a gift. I think I was. 50. And then that dog passed away, and then I, I got Winky nine years ago. But now I, I can't. met your previous dog, didn't I? The Basset, the Basset Hound. Hound. Woo! Yeah. The 75-pound monster. <laughs> he was gorgeous, but he was crazy. What was his name again? Billy. That's I named it. him after yeah. my mother. Mm. Oh, was that your mother's name? Her name was Billy. Beatrice, but it yeah. was Billy. And then this Winky I named after my mother's best friend, mm. whose name was Winky, or so we thought. But... It was actually not Winky, but that was her nickname. Right. But I was when I was a kid, I just thought Winky. She looked like she looked like kind of Frida Kahlo. She was an artist. She, mm-hmm. Oh, she was so divine. Yeah. And anyway, so I always loved the name Winky. So did you get Winky, or did somebody get him for you? I got you, Winky myself. Got I went up. I knew that when my dog passed away, I just I don't know. I wanted a you dog, wanted and one. then I saw three beautiful poodles in the neighborhood. Some not as beautiful, whatever. And I asked all three people, and they all had the same breeder. I said, well, if I love each one, and they're all so different, I'm going to go to this breeder. So I went in New Jersey. It was a pet shop Mm. that hadn't been updated since 1950. And this woman opened, you know, all the toys were dusty. (laughs) This woman opened a little trap door, and like three crazy poodles ran out. Puppies, and he was one of them. And he came to me, and I said, I guess that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the one. I remember them handing Buster to me. I remember, because they were like, what about this one? And there was all these dogs running around yapping like crazy yeah. puppies. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking, oh God, that would drive me nuts. And the Buster was the quiet one sat in the corner. Yeah. And I went, what about him? <laughs> and they bought him, well, I didn't even know it was a boy then, but they bought him over. And I held him up and I was like, oh, he's so cute. And he licked my face. Uh, and I was like, that's go. it. That's it. That's the Love dog. Love first lick. You know, don't you, yeah. when you oh, meet them. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... So I became a crazy dog person. Not, I never was. My sister was the crazy dog person. I wasn't. Hmm. Um, my father was a crazy dog, but I never was. I was a holdout. Hmm. And then I just thought, my God, I can't live without a dog. And I waited like 30 years that I didn't have a dog. Hmm. So with your new business, your dog accessories can be bought on lindramwinks.com. Where else can they be bought? I'm selling on Shopify. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Great. not doing retail. I think I'll try it this way. It's certainly easier than mm. retail I've mm. been there done that and it's the whole reps all over and yeah so I think I'm gonna try it this way the modern way mm. um, and it's it's you know I get a lot of interest in I've actually gotten a lot of calls to do some press on it which is good so it you know it Rome wasn't built in a day and I'm no. but I've got a lot of things in the works I'm mm-hmm. making dog toys dog cookies dog bowls oh, amazing. Yeah. I was but, just about to ask you what's yeah. next for well it? next will be cookies dog mm. treats which are the most beautiful i've even tried one <laughs> uh i always say with a little salt olive oil and a glass of wine it's like a bar snack right you know, they're, they're pretty good and they're yeah. all natural and you could you know they're perfectly yeah. they're organic and natural and whatever mm. and they're beautiful mm. um then i'm making a dog toy um, dog bowls. I have a dog bed. You know, I want to. Why not have you like know? Winky drinks eats out of nice things. I don't want yeah. ugly. Mm. Just don't. So some of them are really ugly, aren't they? Unbelievable. Yeah. 
I mean, and people have take such pride in their dogs. I mean, and it, you don't have to be fashionable. You just want something pleasing. Yeah. You know, I'm not making Prada shoes for dogs. I mean, mm. I'm just, I want something. And they're very doggy. They're not mm. frilly or anything like yeah. that. But, yeah, I just thought, why not? You know, I love dogs. Gives you anything. something to do, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> well, I love to be, I love to be busy. But now I'm almost too busy with the, you know, the nitty-gritty details, which mm. I'm drowning in. Mm. No, I'm not good at all that. I'm have you got someone helping you? I have an art director who's great, Jeffrey Miller, whom I think you know from photo shoots. He's a brilliant art director. And I have a tech person mm. who uploads the... I don't know how... I can't even get into my computer <laughs> over there. I blocked myself out and I don't know how to get in. <laughs> I know nothing about technology. No. It's all right. You don't, as long as you've got someone else to do, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so we have that. And then, you know, I work in... I do all the production on, you know, every product. I producer of it to yeah. manufacture. And oh, it's amazing. really hard. I forgot how hard this was. I really did. But and it's I have to say it's boring. You know, I, mm. I don't like details and lists and ingredients and DA and this approval and that. That's what I hate. That's but the that's boring part side, of it. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And since I'm just starting I don't have a staff. Nobody's helping me. Mm. So mm. I basically do it all myself, you know. Cool. Well congratulations. Well thank you. I'm now so you have to get a dog. I have to get a dog, don't I? Yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna sh- I'm gonna show you all my um all my latest things. Yeah, I wanna yeah. see everything. And we have stuff in the works. I mean I have mm. a warehouse and I have I have the whole thing what's yeah. it called? Um Shopified. You hit mm. one button, it goes through to the fulfillment center, you know. Brilliant. That I learned way back. Mm. So I know how to I know what needs to be done. It's just Oh, yeah, it's just I'm, doing it. Isn't yeah, it? it's doing it, getting it done, and everything that takes a week, they say, is at least two months. Right. I'll have a few Friday, and I say <laughs> Friday. What date though? Like yeah. Twenty eighteen or nineteen? What, what Friday <laughs> are we Friday? talking about? <laughs> and it, that is what kills me because my ma- the manufacturer of, of the dog leashes and collars said to me, "If everyone had your passion and enthusiasm, this world would be running on a good clip." Just do it. Yeah. Why did what takes so long? Yeah. And if I'm gonna do something I and I'm physically able and mentally okay to do it, mm. I'll do it that minute. Yeah, I'm like that. Because mm. otherwise, why does it take two weeks? I just did it in fifteen minutes. Yeah. What's taking you two weeks to do that? Mm. And then it's really not two weeks, it's two months. And yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what trips me up, is when you rely on other people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's something that I, I remember thinking of certain things with my old company, like, oh god, I'll just do it myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I do. Mm. I just do it myself because I, I, I get too frustrated, yeah. and then I get angry, and then I, and then I feel frust. You know, I just I'd yeah. rather do it myself. Mm. Not that I want to do it, but yeah. I want to get it done. So, and then you end up bugging people, and then you think they're gonna like fire me. They're <laughs> just gonna hate me. Them at three in the morning. What about that list? I didn't. Get <laughs> So yeah, no, I'm I, yeah. uh, hands on. I guess it's, yeah. yeah, all hands on deck. But you know what? You probably wouldn't be you if you weren't like if you weren't doing that, and it probably wouldn't have even evolved into what no. it is oh, no, if no. you weren't who you no. are. No, you know. But you have, you know. I mean, that's the thing about being creative and a perfectionist. You have to start at the right place. And yeah. Then, but then you have to involve other people. You mm. know, all the ideas are a dream. That's what you see yeah. and dream about. Oh, mm. how about a leash? That's you know, that's all great. But then. Find the fabric, find the manufacturer, wait for them to produce. Because mm. I'm not the only person they're making stuff for. Yeah. And I think, why not? Hold on. <laughs> That's the other you know, thing. You, you, you forget they're making it for yeah, like 20, online. 30 other people. Yeah, as get well. online. 
But yeah. I was very lucky. I found a great manufacturer mm. who hand finishes everything, and they're mm. fantastic. So I, I really lucked out there. Well, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Thank really you. Thank you. you. I'm not. I'm going to stop asking you all those questions now. I'm going. This. I'm now going to do my rapid fire questions. Okay. So you can one do word one word answer. answers, okay. or you can do it a bit longer if you want to. Okay. First one. What's your favorite food? Pasta. What's your guilty pleasure? Potato chips that are homemade and sold at the green market on Union Square. Oh my God, really? Oh my God. <laughs> they have four different types of potatoes. Mm. They slice them, not thick, not thin. They fry them in rice oil, rice bran oil. And you could, I don't know, I buy five Can I go and get them today? Uh, what's today? Wednesday. Yes, the mm. green market's open. Oh, I might That's, have to go there. They're really the best thing. What's your favorite place to eat in New York? My kitchen table. If anybody was going to play you in a film, is there anybody you th- could think of that you would like to play you? As long as they had a British accent, I'd be okay. <laughs> You'd want them to be British. Have to be British. Great. What do you think is your best feature? I think maybe... I don't know if it's good or bad, but tenacity. Mm-hmm. I'm very tenacious. Yeah. And I'm, loyal. Maybe yeah. Too. I think you're loyal. I'm very loyal. Yeah. yeah. Um, you might have answered this already just when we were speaking before, but what makes you annoyed? Oh. As it's just, the people who make you wait too long. <laughs> just not acting on it. Just not acting on it as quickly as I would like. Yeah. Yeah. Meat or veggie? veggie yeah what was the last time you cried uh the other day i was talking to a friend about something that went wrong and i just broke down i don't cry that often mm. but it just flooded out. out yeah what's your favorite movie oh that's a really hard one i have so many i remember i was at a photo shoot i know this is the wrong answer but i was at a photo shoot nobody everybody was so young they'd never heard of bonnie and clyde some like it hot and i just said are you kids what world do you live in so i had i got a legal pad and i wrote down probably 400 of my favorite movies wow so that would be a very hard that's a hard one to yeah i don't i don't know if i can narrow it down yeah i'm trying to think can you make that list for me just in case i've missed any oh yeah Yeah. it's it's they're must-sees 400 Last two questions. Have you ever done anything illegal? When I was about 10, I stole candy from mm. a candy store. And as I was walking home, I was so guilty. I walked by the store, opened the door, and threw it back in. <laughs> Do you know what? I had a similar thing. Me and my I friend were stealing candy from a local store. Yeah. We didn't throw it back in, but as we were, we'd stuffed it up our jumpers. <laughs> and as we walked out, one packet fell <laughs> on the floor. We were busted. <laughs> Kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I busted myself, but they mm. didn't see me. I was so quick. I yeah. didn't want them to know I had stolen it, but I couldn't mm. bear to live with the fact that I stole it. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Last question. <laughs> this is directed at you very specifically. I, I know you're known for your lipstick. Mm. What's your favorite one right now? I love um, the color you're wearing, by the way. I don't know what that one is. It's but. one that I made. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. and it's named after my mom. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you've also got coloured nail varnish on. Yeah, this I love. Yeah. This is just from the dime store. Yeah. I don't know, but it's kind of this neon, or I love this colour, neon orange or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do my own manicure, as you can see. So what would you say is your favourite lip colour? I think this, it's kind of a, a fuchsia. Yeah. I think I look best in fuchsia, um, because I'm, you know, I'm so pale because of my hair, and I need lipstick. Yeah, I feel kind of naked with that. I can't imagine you with that lipstick. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I just, you know, I walk the dog, though, most mm. of the time without it, morning and night, and I'm thinking, thank God, nobody knows this is me. <laughs> no, but in my pajamas, 
dark glasses and I sleep. You're known for your glasses as well, actually. Well, I'm you? blind as a bat. Are you? Oh, I can't see a thing. Everybody said, well, why are you wearing sunglasses in the house? They're bifocals. And I don't like to take glasses on and off. No, you know, sunglasses, home glasses. That's how you lose them. And I think my eyes have adjusted to, there's always some tint in them. But I can't see a thing. Who are these ones by? These are, I don't know. Who makes those? Let me see. Dries van Noten. Yeah, mm. I love Dries. These are gorgeous. Yeah, I love, I love those. These. And then I, you know, it cost a fortune to put your lenses in because I yeah. have a prescription for over there. Yeah. I have a prescription for here. I have a thing for television. Yeah. I mean, I've got. I, once, I have that in mind. Yeah. Very, I went to the eye doctor and I measured my head to the TV. I said, "Cause <laughs> that's the most important." Just so I can clearly watch the screen. I had the measurement so they could. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of TV do you like to watch? I I've gotten addicted to. You know, the news. Yeah. You know, MSNBC. I watched them up until the election, and then the minute Trump was elected, I stopped watching because I couldn't bear it. Mm. But now I'm back, but it's that's not even a guilty pleasure. It's a depress depressing mm. pleasure yeah. because it's so bad. It's terrifying. Donald Trump is running the show, the most evil, disgusting, ignorant man alive. So I watch a lot of that right. or I watch now I fa finally learned how to record I record movies old movies mm -hmm. um, so I see everything you know it's a beautiful film it's not my favorite film but I f had forgotten about it. it was just on is the music room oh, it's the Indian oh I forget his name he's the most famous Indian director Saji Ray I think you could, anyway it's the most beautiful film and it's quite topical because it's about a, a, a guy who the world changes right under his feet of being a landowner anyway you don't have to put that down but you should see it oh yeah it's so beautiful you just I watch it twice in a row between the music and it's all black and white gorgeous it takes place in the 20s but it was filmed in the 60s but it's it's you'll love the it. music room <gasps> the music room well I'll write that one down. of the most famous um, Indian films by the most famous Indian director yeah well, that's what it. We're done. You wanna... Oh shit! We're okay. done. I know. <laughs> well, and Winky's gonna be back. And Winky's gonna be back, and we're gonna do some pictures soon, wherever you want. I yeah. mean, it's on the bed, right? Um, yeah. Well, we live in the yeah. bed. And it was lovely having you over. Well, and thanks for inviting me. You're over. gonna meet Winks in a minute. I know. And I just have one request. Yes. That you somehow technically digitally change my voice to like a British accent. Can you do that? Um, <laughs> maybe what I could do is re-record it with somebody British with all your answers. Just read it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I request, is that I get a British accent out of it. Okay, I'll try my best. <laughs> I'm, I'm like you, I'm not that technical. <laughs> well, but now you can do anything. Yeah, this is anyway, true. I wonder, if a, I wonder if there's an app you can put your voice in it or change. Yeah, I trust me, I'd put mine in. Oh. I don't mind being British, I just hate the tone of my voice. Why? And I don't know. Beautiful. Uh, it's kind of melodious. I don't know, I just kind of... I wish I sounded a bit different, that's all. But. I mean, I sound like a squeaky seven-year-old with a Long Island Jewish accent. <laughs> but I, I think I just sound really nasal, but, you well, know. I never would have thought that. Mm. Anyway, we all, and anyway. you hear yourself in a different way, obviously. Yeah, when always. I hear my voice, I think I'm in a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> I've got the most horrible American, I can't believe it. I love your voice, though. Oh. Because it, it's you. Oh, it so makes nice. you you. Anyway. Let me teach you some British. That. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. There you go. <laughs> sound like Madonna. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Linda. Thank you. Thanks for listening to In Bed with Neil Moody. If you want to get in bed with me again and another of my guests, then you can subscribe to my podcast on all the regular platforms to ensure that you don't miss an episode. 
Episode 2 and 3 are already available to listen to if you want to hear more. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.